Welcome to the Coaching Lounge. Here you'll be inspired with word and sound. From Spiritual Vibes with Abdullai Bite to Thinking Skills with Chess Tutor Asante. Let Michael Don reshape your mind with his powerful concept of the mind style. Step into vitality and stop the stress. Prepare to learn your values to live your best. Get connected with your essential self and be encouraged to release your inner wealth. Spread the love with the ripple effect when you step forward to be my guest. In the coaching lounge is where you'll find the motivation to manage through challenging times. Hear compelling words from inspirational guests who will motivate you to accelerate to greater success. Increase your energy as you get into the flow. When you tune into the Coaching Lounge Show. Join me, your host, Rebecca Gordon, in the Coaching Lounge. Get more information at www.satellitelifecoaching.com. Greetings and welcome to the Coaching Lounge. Today we have our guest in the studio, Miss Lorraine Palmer, who is the menopause coach. And um, this interview has been pre-recorded and I've listened to it um, again and again. And it's such an amazing interview, lots of information shared by Miss Palmer on how we can manage ourselves through this change that um, we go through as women in our lives um, and ordinarily we think of it from the age of perhaps 40 or 50 but as we hear in the interview with Miss Palmer that it can happen at you know an earlier age an earlier stage in your life so whether you are um, experiencing the change the menopause at this moment or you may think to yourself, well, actually, I've got a lot more years in me yet. You know, I'm not ready for that. You know, that's not happening right now. Whether that's your mindset, then it will still be worthwhile you tuning into this program because Lorraine shares with us some fantastic self-care strategies that will be very worthwhile implementing from now. You know, whether you're in your 20s, in your 30s, um, you know, before you are experiencing the menopause, there are self-care strategies that are useful to implement now so that you have an ease of transition where you're attuned to your body and you're setting your body up for optimal performance through um, the stresses um, that will occur with the balance, the imbalances um, of hormones, etc. So, without further ado, um, I'll um, introduce Miss Lorraine Palmer and um, we'll get into this recording because she is the expert um, and if you listen right through to the end, you will be able to pick up Lorraine's contact details and be in touch with her um, if you feel that um, she is the right person, if you're going through the menopause, if she's the right person who can support you um, as a coach um, to develop some techniques and strategies to help you to
to transition with ease and self-honoring of this important time of your life. Okay, so um, thank you for tuning in and enjoy the show. I am really pleased to have with me um, a very special guest who I have been looking forward to interviewing for such a long time now, Lorraine Palmer. Welcome, Lorraine. Thank you. How are you today? I'm good, thanks. Are you I looking really, fabulous? You know what? I didn't realise you wanted to interview me for radios. That's great to hear. Oh, Thank yes, you. yes, yes, yes. It is for radio. It's for Blog Talk Radio, actually. Mm-hmm. And um, the idea of it is, as you know, you're a coach, I'm a coach, as you know. And the idea is to, um, what we do is that we support and help people along their life journey. Yeah. Okay? Mm-hmm. So, um, um, what I want to focus on today is your specialism, which I know you do many things, yeah. mm-hmm. but you're a specialist as a menopause coach. Yeah, that's your that's niche. Uh-huh. Yeah, okay. So can you, first of all, before we go into your work as a menopause coach and some um, information about the menopause, tell me what got you to here? Right. What got me to specialising menopause, really, is because I went through um, a change of circumstances myself. And what happened to me was, I was always a healthy person, went to the gym, ate well, the usual thing, and it's great. And then all of a sudden, I had sort of like big tummy, and I didn't know what it was. I just assumed, oh, we've all got a little bit of a pooch there. So I just took it as nothing, but it was a friend who actually noticed it, and she says, Lorraine, there's something there that you need to check out. But I was a busy person, doing things back to back, like we all do, and I just thought, oh, one day I'll do it, one day I'll go to the doctor, one day. Well, it got to the stage where it got so bad, and I thought, well, I best go, because I had the pains and what have you, and it wasn't great. So I went to the doctor, and they said, is there any chance that you could be pregnant? And I said, no. Then they said, okay, you need to go to, you know, specialist, get a scan. And then they said that I had fibroids, and they said I had them that big that the only options really was to have a hysterectomy. Right. So there weren't any other alternatives they put in front of me. Oh. And I just felt sort of backed up into a corner. Okay. So I had to go along with it. Right. So that resulted in me having a subtotal hysterectomy. Oh, which I see. basically means my ovaries are still intact. Right. But they take out my womb. Oh, okay. So, so can I just ask then, yeah. um, you had um, the, the, the visible symptoms, which is that your stomach looked a bit bigger, yes. yeah? Yes. And any other symptoms? Mainly pain and just discomfort. Right. Okay. It was, sometimes it was worse than others uh-huh. and that might have been down to the food that I was eating. Oh, That's what I'm guessing now. Right, okay, so you wouldn't yeah. have known um, other than going to the doctor and just asking for a check and... Exactly, because right. I just thought it was a bit of a big stomach I had. Right. I just thought it was one of those things I just had to deal with. Yeah. Because when I used to go to the gym and I'd look at other people, not that I'm checking anybody out, but I just yeah. think, oh, she's got a bit of a stomach, yes. she's got a bit of a stomach, and yes. I just thought it was natural. Yes, you just live with it, don't you? Exactly. I mean, I, yes, I've got a bit of a stomach, and, and <laughs> it seems as if it's normal. But what oh, we're yeah. understanding is that we need to actually um, go and check out any unusual things in terms of Definitely. changes in our body size, etc. And I didn't. Okay. I'm more different now. I'm more conscious of my right. body now, definitely. But it had to okay. take that incident okay. to make me realise that you have yeah. to do something about it when you see a difference in your yeah. body. So that brought the menopause on early for you? Oh, yeah, definitely. Mm. Because I'll tell you what happened was I had the operation and then I had like a couple of months of recovery. I was off work for about two months. And it was a case where I thought, right, oh, I've got a flat stomach now. Got with my life, no problem. And that was for about a year. Everything was fantastic for a year. Quite interesting, actually. Right. And then when a year ended, boom. Wow. Then I started having all sorts of symptoms. Okay. I have the um, hot flushes. Right. I had the night sweats. I had anxiety. 
I normally suffered from panic attacks prior to that, but they got actually worse right. as well. I had dry okay. mouth, crawling skin. Crawling Not skin? Not people mention that one. That basically is where you feel like something's crawling on you. Really? You look there, there's nothing there. Um, itching? No. no. I didn't get the itching. Oh, right. It was just, just the crawling skin. Really? You oh. kind of look and you think, oh, is it a spider? Yeah. That's what yeah. it feels like. It feels yeah. like a spider's crawling oh. on you. So okay. That's okay. So you, it sounds like you had full blown symptoms. I feel so, even though there's a lot more symptoms as well. Right. That you can actually experience going through the menopause, but okay. those are my core ones. Okay. So for me, it was very life changing. Right. Because my body was also changing as well. Because I know when you're going through the menopause, because of the hormone depletion, there are certain things in your body that are not as they once were. Uh, yes. Because they're not operating optimally. Yes. So my skin was starting to sag. And I just felt like, oh, I'm getting more of a belly now. Another one, <laughs> again. <laughs> yes. Because I realised I have to work more harder in relation to keeping trim and fit. Okay. Because my metabolism was slowing down. Okay. So that sounds really fascinating, Lorraine. So your personal experience started your journey. Yeah, it okay. definitely did. Because okay. I found when I was searching for information about how to look after myself, it was quite conflicting and I wasn't sure really, you know, where to go for help. I went to my doctors, but they said, oh, try HRT. I'm pretty into my natural kind of way of living, so I really wanted to choose something that was more meant for me on the natural scale. So I didn't go down the HRT route, which was hormone replacement therapy, which is synthetic okay. use of, you know, yes, yes. for the body. Did you find that HRT is what uh, most people opt for because they don't understand or recognise any other alternatives? I would agree with that, purely because there's a minefield out there in terms of what you can use, but people don't know enough about those other things in order to make an informed choice. Mm -hmm. So they just go for the one that they hear of most of the time, which mm -hmm. is the HRT. Mm -hmm. But I've found increasingly more women are wanting to opt for something else. Right. It's in the back of their mind. Yes. They really want something else. Yes. But then yeah. they're still sort of pulled to the HRT. Yeah. It's a pill. It's simpler. Uh, and you touched on something earlier. I mean, as women, we lead busy lives. Oh, yeah. So it's to find the time to actually see what the alternatives are, to find the yes. time to research. And, you know, oh, yes. that in itself is a job, isn't it? Yeah. Definitely. Which is where what, what you've done, mm -hmm. which in fact is your expertise, which well, makes this you... this is it. Because yes. I must admit, I spoke to doctors. I went online, searched for information, I read books, and it got me to a place where I thought, wow, I've got quite a bit of information here. But also by interviewing and talking to women just generally, sometimes you just meet them on the bus or when you're waiting in a queue or whatever, yeah. it's very surprising how much people are willing to talk about the menopause when you offer the conversation. Right. So I began to find out that they weren't really sure where to go for okay. information or even what to do in terms of curbing their symptoms. Yeah. Because it's useful to realise as well that not every woman will experience the symptoms also. Right, okay. We'll touch on that in a moment mm. then. Um, I mean, there's lots to explore in terms of the menopause and you've given us a good um, background um, awareness of your story mm. and what's led you to here. Um, just for the record, to make it explicit, can you explain what the menopause is, what it's all about? Okay, well, what happens is um, the oestrogen and progesterone, these are certain sex hormones that the woman has, they start to deplete, and it doesn't therefore stimulate the endometrium, which is the lining of the womb, and that is where you bleed, like, every month. Right, yeah. So when the oestrogen goes, then obviously that stimulation disappears, yeah. and you're not bleeding anymore, 
and therefore it just means the end of fertility really. Right, okay. So that's so, basically what happens in yeah. the scientific field, it's the hormones depleting. Okay. It doesn't mean you don't have any estrogen at all, but you still have little bits. Yes. But it's very little. Right. And in terms of the timeline of a woman's life, mm -hmm. um, um, for me, I'm in my late 40s now. Okay. And I recognise that I've been going through this change <laughs> right, okay. for about probably um, three to five years, but very blessed that it's not very bad at all. Sure. Um, but I know that it can be earlier. Definitely. Yeah. Because the average age is normally around 51, 52. All right. And okay. that is what we would call like a normal menopause where a woman starts to experience like irregular periods uh -huh. and certain symptoms, maybe a bit of a foggy head, not really, a bit clumsy. Okay, so, so I, can, I can put it down to the menopause then, the foggy head. <laughs> well, having said that, what you've got to also be careful of is not self-diagnosing and think, right, well, I've got X, Y, Z, then I'm going for the menopause. Right, it's that is important. It's best to go to the doctors to yes. get it checked out. Okay. They can do a blood test. Right. And look at various things within your blood to recognise whether, okay, yeah, that hormone's down. Yeah. Therefore, she's definitely what we would call perimenopause. Right. It's the, it's the leading up. I can imagine, because of your yes. age and what you're experiencing yes. now, what you're saying, you're in perimenopause state? Yes, I have had irregular periods for about right. um, three years, so, ah. um, you know, like, I've not had a period for probably about four or five months. Right, um, okay. You know, and then very heavy and then very light, so it has, right. you know, that, that was the, the indicator for me. Okay, and just yeah. to give you some not so great news, what you're going through now can last up to maybe 10, 15 years even. Oh, no! <laughs> Yeah, which, which is a bit of a long period for a lot of people, but it also depends on what they're experiencing in terms yeah. of their quality of life and yes. how they're going to cope. Yeah, I mean, the, the whole period thing is quite interesting, isn't it? Mm. Um, I mean, because uh, I mean, I'm talking about personal information here, but I think it will help okay. a lot of women. Sure. But um, I mean, because I'm in tune with my body, I've been able to know when my periods are regular, exactly right. when I was going to come on. Of course. And just using that, um, recognising the moods that I had, yeah. knowing when to come into my shell and when to mm -hmm. keep away from people. Yes. But with the menopause, it can be quite irregular, so it just messes up the whole knowledge and awareness of your natural self. Definitely, because yeah. you don't know whether it's down to what you're going through regarding, you know, irregular periods or just generally in life that you're completely not coping. Yes. So you're not really sure maybe how to deal with yourself yeah. in terms of remedy the situation that you're in. Yeah. So you're a bit like, oh, what do I do? I know I feel this way. I'm not sure what it is. Yeah. What's my next step? Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. so it's, it can be difficult. Okay, so what we will do um, later on um, as we go through the interview, because you're a menopause coach, we'll need to give your details out. Yeah, that's because fine. if somebody is going through the menopause and wants support with of how course. to manage themselves sure. um, through that, then you're the ideal coach for that. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, are there, I mean, you've touched on perimenopause. Tell me about the different types of menopause. Right. I mentioned one of them already, that's like the natural menopause. Okay. And that's where the woman will reach a certain age, 51, 52, which is average, and will just naturally go into the menopause because, quite frankly, the hormones are depleting. And it's all those hormones like your estrogen, progesterone, but also your thyroid gland as well, that comes into play. Okay. So all these hormones really just make you that person in terms of how you function day to day, right. whether it's due to your metabolism whether it's to do with, you know, how you're thinking, your mental state, everything really. So that's what we call natural. Then we've got early menopause, and I would put myself into this category, 
because my menopause was caused by medical intervention, me having the hysterectomy. Okay. But there are some people who may go through the menopause maybe because of nutritional deficiency, right. and that could be people who may be suffering from maybe anorexia, bulimia, that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. And even some athletes as well who are training so hard wow. on the other scale that their body is just so attuned to yeah. just working hard, very strict regime, right. they may be able to sort of go into the menopause. Because there are some circumstances where you get um, some gymnasts, oh, yes, because yes. of how they train so hard, yes. they may not end, end up seeing any periods oh, for a good wow. while. Okay. So it's like okay. the other spectrum, yeah. you know, where the deficiency in the nutrients, but also it's when you're training very hard as well, right. so it impacts you in different ways. Yeah. Also, stress as well, mm -hmm. because whatever pressure you put onto the body, impact the hormones in terms of how they're working in okay. terms of serving you as a woman so yeah. that's a key one which is why a lot of the time people say just relax it sounds <laughs> yes. very flippant but yeah. it's major yeah. yes. it's definitely major I mean when we're talking about work-life balance um, we tend to underestimate the importance of life balance really oh, definitely. and we do need to find strategies to make sure that we're not overexerting or overstressing or you know over working being overactive physically sure okay. just another one as well yeah. um, somebody who may have gone through radio therapy oh yes therapy also yeah if they've gone through that scenario that could bring on the menopause right well. okay so those are those the key yeah um, they're the main key ones yes. definitely in terms of early but some women may have certain gynecological things going right, on for them, yeah which may bring about the menopause as well okay okay so a lot of different things for us to pay attention to mm. in terms of what will bring it on definitely um I'm, i must say it's one of those the menopause is that time in a woman's life where if you are not looking after your body this is like a wake-up call right because okay. your hormones are lesser now so it's obviously trying to do the same job with less you know i don't know what's the best word to use mm -hmm. with less um key pointers for it mm -hmm. you've got less of something that it normally has mm -hmm. so it's really to working hard yeah, in to... order to do a good job yeah yeah okay now i'm going to touch back on the symptoms that you mentioned i'm still fascinated about the crawling <laughs> skin yeah <laughs> Do you know what? I was amazed by it as well. I just didn't get it. It's only until I was reading something and I thought, oh my gosh, that's what I have. Because oh, no one has oh. ever mentioned that to me before. Right, yeah. So I just thought, okay, there's another one. Yeah. But so a lot small though. Okay, so we hear about the hot flushes, you said. Yeah. Hot flushes. Okay, we've got eye dryness. Eye well. dryness. We've got reduced stamina, maybe stuttering, mm. and also pins and needles, oh, incontinence, wow. fluid retention, and heart palpitations as well. Seriously? Yeah. Oh, Headaches, migraines. <laughs> Honestly, there's loads. Things oh. like vertigo. All oh, right. Um, muscle spasms. People obviously, you know, gain weight as well, and breasts may start to swell. Well, that's a good thing. Well, yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it, it depends if it's coupled with a bit of pain as well. It well, yes, pain. yes. Okay. Um, vaginal dryness also. And like I said, the breast may be tender. And your muscle tone actually gets more softer as well. It's not as taut and tight as it used to be. And then you get dry skin as well. And you may have um, urinary tract infections, infections as well and stress incontinence wow. because the bladder, the little mm. sphincter muscle is not as tight as it used to be mm -hmm. because of the collagen that's depleted. Mm. So you may find that, you know, you may want to weep more than mm. usual, you can't hold it. Okay. 
I mean, I must say that um, for myself, mm -hmm. this is quite reassuring, in fact. Okay, there's um, more symptoms. There's more symptoms, <laughs> yeah. okay. okay. I mean, so far you've mentioned um, things that personally affect me. Right, okay. um, heart palpitations, you know, mm. um, incontinence. Well, I shouldn't say this on the air, but noticing that I'm going to the toilet a little sure. bit more often. Sure. You can't hold it. You can't hold it in as, yeah. I, I still have that as well. Yeah, and, and you know, um, I, I'm not a hypochondriac, but I thought to myself, oh, there's this wrong with me, there's that wrong with yeah. me, and you know, but actually, yeah. um, suffering or um, exhibiting more menopausal symptoms that, that, than even I knew. Yeah, which is because some people go through really major anxiety and depression, yeah. and that may relate to the symptoms that they're having also because of how they're coping with it as well. Right. But also people may feel angry, they may get hostile because of how they're feeling, they want to stay mm -hmm. indoors as well. Mood swings is a classic one also. Mm -hmm. Being irritable, forgetful, and also okay. concentration may not be great, may not be able to sleep well, and that may be down to the night sweats yes. because it keeps you up as well. You may have different food cravings also than you've ever had before. Mm -hmm. You may feel like you can't really cope, feeling yeah. overwhelmed, mm -hmm. that it's like, oh, I can't do this, or oh, it's too big. You know, how am I going to, you know, see the wood for the trees? Yeah, Everything yeah. just seems like major, yeah. not really okay. thinking straight. Yeah. And some people may have short-term memory lapses yeah. as well. And all this is down to the hormone imbalance. Yes, yeah, it can be. But yeah. like I said before, if you're having any of these kind of symptoms, definitely check it out with the doctor. Because yeah. it could be other things right. as well. It could, for example, just relate to the thyroid gland. Because mm -hmm. some women have either a you know high thyroid yeah. or low thyroid activity, okay. Okay. so it just depends. So okay. don't put everything down to the menopause because you're going through a certain age and then you know you're going to be hitting the menopause at some point. Yeah. Still check out other things as well. Right. Okay. This is fantastic information that I know a lot of people will definitely benefit from. And um, we're going to take a short break, and um, in the second half. We will return um, for some more um, jewels of information about how you can manage the menopause with our guest in the studio today, Lorraine Palmer, who is um, a menopause coach. Okay, so we'll be back in a short while. Welcome to the Coaching Lounge. This is your special invitation to join us every Sunday at 4pm in the Coaching Lounge. Hear interviews with compelling speakers, creative thinkers, entrepreneurs, key people of influence and models of success. Listen to their stories as they share principles of living that we too can apply within and throughout our own lives. I really look forward to spending time with you every Sunday at 4pm. Please do make sure you drop by. Welcome back to part two of our fascinating interview with Miss Lorraine Palmer, who's a menopause coach. And today's show is called Manage the Menopause. Now, so far, Lorraine has given um, amazing insight into what the menopause actually is, um, the typical ages um, that someone can start to experience this change in their life, and the various different types of menopause, um, natural menopause, early menopause, and um, we have just touched on some of the symptoms. 
So Lorraine, um, you're sharing some really great and important information for women to, of all ages I would say, I mean I did email someone to, email a few people to ask, invite them to ask questions and um, somebody responded, oh I'm not going through this just yet. <laughs> However, um, it's good to know even before you start the menopause, isn't it, so you can prepare yourself? Definitely, and one of the things that I would really stress that women do out there is talk to your mothers. If your mum's around, either talk to your mum or your auntie and ask them about their menopause. Because I know if I spoke to my mum about it, I probably wouldn't be in the position now of saying that I've had a hysterectomy. Because I realise that my own mother had a hysterectomy oh. and went through the menopause very similar to me. So I don't know whether there's something major in that. Okay. But what, what I would really like to get across to people is talk to your mother she's around and just ask her what experience did they have because that might shed some light on how you're going to go through yours as well okay um, i'm glad you brought that point up because there is something i want to ask you mm. um as a black woman sure. you're a black woman mm -hmm. and um i think it's fair to say that sometimes within our communities we tend not to talk to other people about personal things that we're going through we suffer in silence yeah. is that true to say with Definitely, you yes. yeah and i wanted to ask you is it um is menopausal, is the menopause, menopausal symptoms different um, depending on um, your race? What, what are your thoughts on that? I wouldn't say so because of all the women that I've spoken to, they always talk about the same ones. Right. And the main ones are the hot flushes, the foggy head, okay. vaginal atrophy, yeah. feeling that they can't cope mood swings right. the only reason why I mention that is that um, as a black woman mm. um, my experience and research has shown me that there are certain foods if you like or certain things that don't agree with the body mm -hmm. like milk for example mm. um, causes maybe IBS more right. in black people because it's not in line with our uh, you know our physical yeah. yes etc yeah. um, and maybe other things you know mm. that we may be putting into our body eating and so forth so I'm just wondering if those things that we're um, partaking of sure. might actually um, cause some more severe or different influences. I would definitely say so because each woman will experience the menopause in different ways because it will depend on yeah their body in terms of how strong it is to deal with the actual changes that are going on but also certain hormones within that woman may be depleted more for her than another woman. So that's why it's very different. So, for example, mm. my situation, my experience of going through the menopause will be different to yours because of maybe how I've lived my life up to that point, mm -hmm. but okay. also partly maybe genetic as well. Yeah, genetic all, is all these factors. could be a factor which we probably don't have enough information on. Well, this is it. Yes. There's not really great research done into this, hence why there's no one pill to help everybody. Right, okay. But then maybe they will never, ever be because we're all very different. That's fair to say, yes. They can't really regulate to say... Ah, this will work for everybody. There are different remedies out there that you can use. And everyone will go through uh, their own experience and choose the right remedy for them. So for one person, it may be HRT. For another person, it may be herbal medicine. Mm, okay. And um, in terms of being a black woman and having um, this important dialogue mm. um, with someone, um, you're encouraging us to do that much more? Definitely, because I don't really want to be in a position to feel that after I've done this interview with you, that I didn't leave them with one thing to do. And if I did, it would have saved me a lot. Mm -hmm. Okay, it's brought me to where I am today. And maybe if you believe in, you know, when things come up, they're there to move you forward in a position to 
to help other people and serve. Mm-hmm. Maybe it happened that way. Maybe I was the right person to go through my circumstances to then be a menopause coach to help other people mm-hmm. do talks and things like that. But I know that if I spoke to my mum beforehand, just to get a feel of what she went through and what it's about and how she coped, and just her own health history as well, I realised there was some similarities. Mm. And I just thought it was quite wow, mm. to be honest. Um, I'm loving what you're saying there, because even when I think about you know my own mum, and she suffered in silence a lot. Oh, yes. Yeah. yeah. So it's also um, very therapeutic from the mother's point of view to be able to share with her daughter, you know, um, some of the symptoms and, and feelings that, that she would be going through or Definitely. has gone through. Or, you know, it could go the other way for some people. Some women, some mothers may not want to share that information because it's quite deep-seated, you know, I don't know, pain, anger. It could be anything, really. Not everybody wants to talk about this kind of subject because it's not a sexy subject. It is to do with my body is changing now. And it's not exactly changing in a, most people would probably call it positive light because things are depleting, things are slowing down. You know, it's nature's way of saying, okay, end of fertility, you're not going to be carrying children anymore, but you can look on it on another side of life in terms of feeling positive. Okay, I'm going through a transition. What are we going to make of this? Mm. Which is where you come in as a menopause coach. <laughs> yes. I see women who say to me, do you know what, Lorraine, I'm going through X, Y, Z. And when they say things like that, I think, right, what's going on? And they talk about their symptoms. They talk about how they're feeling, their mental state, how they're coping or not coping. And then I say, okay, then what is it that you want to do? Because as a coach, it's always a case of, you're here and you want to go there. Okay, yes. let's look at the in-between bit and how we can you know, get you there. Mm-hmm. And then they'll say things like, okay, I want to improve my health, I want to feel better, I want this symptom to go away. But also, I want to take charge of my life. And I want to get out there and do things that I haven't done before. Because having this menopause now, it's made me think about my own mortality mm-hmm. and why I'm here. So sometimes you touch on the spiritual aspect as well, which I'm really into. Because I really believe that, you know, we're spiritual beings having a human experience now. And it's really great to actually look at our lives if something like this happens and feel a sense of, okay, I'm going to make it the best I can. Mm. So when I see people, it's taking them from a place of maybe doom and gloom to feeling absolutely fantastic about their life. Mm -hmm. And obviously I make sure I give them things that they can do that are realistic to them because it's their journey. Because I've had my journey, I've done various things, whether it's personal development, gone on different training courses, you know, spoke to different people at length to learn information. Mm. But for another woman, it may be something actual in terms of an activity. Mm. They may want to go out there and serve the community more mm. or yeah. do something like live a dream mm. that they've had. So, so the, the change, the transition, the personal transition, um, understanding it, exploring it and mm. coming to um, terms with it Definitely. can actually be very self-honouring. And I believe so. Yeah, we can look at it like a, a rites of passage. Definitely. Yeah, but of... there are other women that may look on it as, oh my God, my body's changing. Does that mean it's the end of, you know, my life now? And I just say to those women, no, it isn't. Yeah. So, so what you do is help women to shift their perception Definitely. of how they're looking at this and how it can be self-affirming. Definitely, because yeah. I do get a lot of women who come to me and their mindset is very negative in terms of what they're feeling, what they're going through. And a lot of that, I must admit, is down to the symptoms because it's making them not feel capable of enduring life mm. and participating in things that they once used to very easily. Mm. It's kind of giving them a bit of a wake-up call mm. in terms of, oh, how am I treating my body? I'm actually you know, doing things in its best interest. 
or do I actually need to do something different to make me feel a lot better about myself? That's a great question. How am I treating my body? Yes. And am I doing things um, for its best interest? Definitely. Um, can you please stop this recording and write those questions down now? <laughs> <laughs> Straight from the menopause coach, Lorraine Palmer. Lorraine, just repeat those questions again. There are critical questions that um, will make one stop and think about everything they're doing mm -hmm. um, in their lives, whether it's self-supporting or not. Definitely. So, um, can you repeat the so question? So really, it's about looking at your life and thinking, okay, am I eating right? Am I taking part in activities that support me as a woman? But also, am I being my authentic self as well? Or am I allowing this menopause to get a hold of me in a way that just pulls me back? So it's really about taking stock of the life and feeling, okay, what do I need to do in order to feel great? What do I need to do for my highest good? And this is about me, okay, just being selfish right now because without me being good for me, how can I be good for anything else? Mm -hmm. It's like that and, scenario and in the um, aeroplane. Yes. They say, put your mask on, you're yes. selfish. Yes. Same sort of thing. Yeah. You know? And actually, um, sometimes we do think we're being selfish, but it's mm. being, it's uh, having self-preservation and um, self-sustenance, mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. which is important, as you yeah. said, the oxygen mask first. So really, um, if I were to amend the title of this program, it would be Manage Yourself through yes. the menopause. Yes. Um, which is really what we're talking about, definitely. isn't it? Because it is your experience. It's your menopause. Nobody else's. As much as all women are going to pass through this transition at some point, like I said before, and you know this as well, your own experience is going to be very different to somebody else's. And depending on what route you take to actually alleviate whether you're getting harsh symptoms or not, will determine you know, how you feel about yourself for the remainder of your life, really. Okay. Um, I think you've actually answered the question that I wanted to ask you, which is, um, okay, I'm going through this, um, what I could presently perceive to be a downhill experience. Mm. However, you've shared with us that our perception of it, and what you do is help women to shift their perception mm -hmm. so that it is a life-affirming experience which can Definitely. open up a whole new life. Um, and you support women to uh, move through that sure. transition um, sure. with that in their mind. So I just want to touch on now, um, we've looked at um, quite a few things already, and I now want to move into um, the management of it um, from strategies and mm. techniques, okay? okay. Yeah. So I'm just going to have a little break and um, just to make some announcements and we will come back in a short while to look at these strategies and techniques. Think big for a moment. If you could create your best life, how would this look? What if, in just 30 minutes, you had a plan of action to get closer to your dream? Make the impossible possible and claim your free session today. Visit www.satellitelifecoaching.com now. We commit to helping you accelerate your success through coaching and training. When you work with us, you can expect to have massive achievement in your personal and professional life. Visit www.satellitelifecoachingandtraining.com Choose your slot 
for your free discovery coaching session and start your transformation today. Welcome back and we're here again in the coaching lounge with Miss Lorraine Palmer and um, we've changed the title of the show today from Manage the Menopause to Manage Yourself Through the Menopause and we're understanding that although initially um, some of the symptoms, you know, the way we're feeling can be quite overwhelming um, physically, mentally, emotionally and spiritually, um, with support from someone such as Lorraine, who is an expert on supporting women through this life transition, it can actually open up a new way of life um, and um, it can be considered to be a rites of passage. So Lorraine, um, I have I invited um, some audience members to pose some questions and I've picked one from Elsie Gale. And Elsie would like to ask you um, for tips to manage the menopause using natural means, foods and natural herbs, etc. Okay. Um, this is going to be an area that I think most women will think, oh no, I can't eat this and I can't eat that. But here goes anyway. The main thing that I would say to women who are going through the menopause and they want to use a natural way, the first thing I would say to them is clean up your diet. And what I mean by that is just eat more clean. For example, no more processed foods. Ideally, things like sugar should be depleted if you can, because that does aggravate symptoms of the menopause, especially hot flushes, for example. So very much get it clean. So we're looking at more fruits and vegetables. You know, if you sprout, sprouting seeds, that sort of thing, and grains, definitely increase those. Eat more pulses as well. More water, because as we know, we're 70% made up of yes. water. So we need to really flush out certain toxins that may not be helping the menopause as well. So we are really looking at cleaning up the diet immensely. And try and stay away from things like, I don't know if there are any um, meat eaters out there, but if you eat meat, that would be a good one to not eat anymore. Purely mm. because your standard meat in the shops is going to be full of all sorts of hormones that they pump mm. into the animals mm. when they're yes, know, yes, yes. looking after them. Yep, so Unless you go for organic meats. But personally for me, um, I'm a vegan now, so that's my little bit of you know experience. That's helped me immensely, but I know it's not right for everybody. Okay. Some people feel they need to have their protein from meat and only that. Yeah, I mean, sometimes that is because the body is lacking mm. some sort of vitamin or something. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yes, definitely. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I must say you look fabulous. You look really oh, fresh, you. Um, you know, clear skin. Yeah. So um, you are evidence that well, what you're talking it. about works. I will not tell anyone to do anything that I don't do myself. Because there are some other things here that I know some women are not going to like. Okay, we look at the alcohol now. Oh dear. But this is it. Yeah. And I used to drink, you know, I was a JD and Coke girl. I like my vodka and Red Bull. Do you know what? I don't do it anymore. Because I realised that if I wanted to feel better within myself, something had to go. So they're highly processed as well. Got a lot of sugar also. So they're not helping. And also they're like empty food. There's no nutritional value in there. So when you're putting something like that in the body, it's trying to fight against something that's not really natural mm -hmm. and it's trying to do its job. So when you're having symptoms on top of that, 
then it's like, well, hold on a minute, you're not giving me anything right to actually work with here. Mm -hmm. So um, we need to perhaps enter um, this period of our life um, seeing it as a good opportunity for a lifestyle shift. Definitely, because my lifestyle is so different now. Even to the extent when I'm going out, it's different. I get invited to lots of parties, and most of the time I don't go because I know what the setup is going to be like. There's going to be no food for me, right? and there's going to be alcohol flowing. And yes, I can decide not to have an alcoholic drink, but I don't want to drink Coca-Cola neither because yes. that's highly processed. Yes, yes. So, and I don't want to drink orange juice because chances are it's not going to be organic. So I could easily turn into a snob here mm. about food mm -hmm. because I've really gone the other way in terms of looking after myself. Mm. I've stopped eating all the processed foods, fatty foods, and I'm more of a lean um, food girl now, but I'm more organic as well. Mm. So I make sure that my food is very, very clean, but also I'll supplement myself as well with various things. I may take a vitamin D tablet mm -hmm. with calcium as well. Right. Because it makes it absorb it better. Yes, that's I see. Okay. So there are certain things yeah. that I feel as an individual that I need to take on course for myself. Yeah. Because I'm postmenopausal now. Right. So I'm prone to osteoporosis. I see. Brittle okay. bones, that sort yeah. of thing. So can I just check with you, um, for someone who's listening to this today mm. and thinking, wow, I know that there are things I can do yeah. and need to do and would like to do to support myself through this change. Mm -hmm. um, you've mentioned a lot of strategies and techniques and things that we need to consider. Um, let's just start off with what the start might be. Okay. Because we can't do everything at once. Definitely not. Yeah. The first thing I would say, look at what you're eating. Look to what degree or what percentage is natural foods in their format not processed. So for example, it's better to have a boiled potato than potato chips because potato chips are going to be processed because it's, a, it's in a plastic bag that you get it. Whereas potato, you get it out of the ground. So just do a little recce really of the food that you're eating. How much of it is natural? And then what you may want to do is start introducing more natural foods, but also preparing it more natural as well. So you're not frying it till it's all yeah. the life has been taken yeah. out of it. Maybe yeah. steam, maybe stir fry, maybe yeah. bake. But try and eat foods more in their natural state. Mm -hmm. And also eat foods that you probably have never eaten before, but you want to try something different because we need to get a maximum range of nutrients in the body. Mm. Because we're so used to probably our own diet of, you know, you probably know what you eat on a Monday, usually on a Tuesday, and all the rest, and then the weekend. You probably have a good, fair idea. But what you've got to think of, is it serving my best, highest purpose? And just to touch on what we spoke about earlier, this is why it's important to have dialogue with other people mm. who you live with, you know, who you're close to, so that they can support you, um, check in with you. Um, if you, you're a mother and you, you know, you're married, you have your husband there, then you know, it's going to be a lifestyle change for them too. Definitely. <laughs> yeah, because we're also talking about adjusting your time to give time to yourself to make these things happen. Definitely, because if it's going to be something different, than you've always been do doing before, it means probably extra time, or you just have to be a bit more organized, mm -hmm. or it may be a case where you just think, right, I'm gonna do X, Y, and Z today, but I may need to let that person know that it's gonna take this long, or I can only do it this way because it has to fit into how I wanna do something. Mm -hmm. You just have to be open and honest with people. And that's important, isn't yeah, it? Because yeah, because we all change. Yes. You know, because sometimes, you know, people may meet you and they go, oh, you've changed, you're this, you're that. And it's like, well, of course I've changed. I grow every day. I learn different things every day. 
and you know I take on board things that I want to use for my own self to make me the best person I can for me mm-hmm. in you know mind body and spirit mm-hmm. because you know it's very holistic really it's like if you treat one area the other area it will impact upon that of as course well. yes of course great fantastic um, Lorraine um, what I'd like you to do now I know that um, you um, are based in the West Midlands and um, you have other things that you um, do over in Wolverhampton where you're, um, you're locally based. Mm-hmm. Can you tell me about um, an offer that you would like to um, share with our listeners? I think you're having an event coming up quite yeah, soon. Yeah, it's um, a free weight loss seminar. I've been really privileged to work with a couple of people. Um, both of them are scientists and one of them is actually a doctor and is an expert in weight loss and he's looking at it very holistically it's not just about changing your diet and that's it he's looking at everything and he did some research basically looking at you know bearing in mind we've got major obesity epidemic on our hands what can be done in terms of helping people lose weight so I've learned a lot from him he's my mentor And what I've decided to do is actually do a seminar where I can share some information with women that will help them. And it's not going to be your usual information that you get in terms of, ah, this is what I need to do to lose weight. It's information that you will think of and think, wow, I never knew that. Right, how does that fit in with me then? I best make that that change. So it's not just about food, it's holistically mm, so it sounds like it's losing weight healthily definitely because there are so many diets out oh, there oh yeah it's not a quick fix if yeah. anyone is thinking right i'm going to come to this seminar and hear some quick fix sort of solution to just losing the weight it's not about that it's about knowledge it's about having that understanding how your body works and what you can do to help it lose weight and um does this fit in with your workers in terms of the menopause oh yeah definitely it's... because yeah Putting on the weight is one of the things that women do say they go through as well. They get this thing around the middle because they feel really low about it and they just want to lose that weight so bad. But they realise that, you know what, Lorraine, I've been doing X, Y, Z and it's not shifting. And I'm saying, ah, there's other things going on which you're not able to put two and two together mm-hmm. to then realise what you can do to help yourself. Because you, you mentioned, you touched it earlier on, the thyroids. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, for example. Yeah, yes. that's one of the things that I'll yes. be sort of explaining to yes, women. Yes, how oh, that yes. works and well, the importance of it. you could be eating yeah. right, you could be doing your exercising, but nothing's happening. You could reach a plateau and there could be other things going on in the body. So that's the reason why I'm doing this seminar, to explain to women, take note of these things because they will put you in good stead for later on. And I do believe it's the kind of information your doctor will not necessarily tell you because they, they're not experts in weight loss. They're general practitioners, and that's fine. Whereas I feel that working under a couple of people who are very much experts in their field of weight loss, I can bring that information to the woman. So that's what we're going to be doing in this seminar. Fantastic. And tell us when that is and where it is, please. It's going to be on Thursday, the 8th of May, and it's at the uh, Merker Goldthorne Hotel, which is in Wolverhampton. That's on Penn Road, 126. And it's 7 o'clock till 8.30, and it is free. So just come on down. The idea is to register. So if you could either email me at Lorraine at uncoveredlimited.com that's uncovered and ltd.com or you can ring me on 07 956 
1-800-700-74. Or you can send me a text and just say, give me a name and say you'd like to reserve a seat. And um, because this um, programme um, is being aired internationally, mm -hmm. um, I know that you are yourself outernational, <laughs> yes. so you are welcoming, welcoming international guests who can connect with you by telephone, by Skype, Definitely. Um, for I'm coaching. Yeah. If anybody wants to email me, then no problem. I'm on Skype as well. My Skype, I call it my Skype handle, back in the CB days. <laughs> Um, is Lorraine Palmer, that's one word, and the number one. So it's Lorraine Palmer, number one. Okay, so no matter where you are in the world, if you're a woman and you want to know more about how you can manage yourself through the menopause, then please um, be in touch with our fabulous guest who's given a lot of information, knowledge and insight on um, how we can transition ourselves and do so to have a really positive outcome um, in going through this life change. And um, I know that you're also an author. You've written an ebook. Yeah, that's can you, right. you tell us about that and um, how people can access that, please? The ebook. I've actually um, done two ebooks. Actually, one of them is very relative to the menopause. It's foods that help support the menopause. Okay. Because I found that certain foods that I were eating when I started to change my diet, even though I hate the word diet, but it's anyone I can think of right now, um, helped. To be honest. So that is an ebook within itself. Okay. But also, I've written another one which explains about women's health concerns generally. So it does include the menopause in there, but it's other things as well, like you know, maybe back pain, fertility, and there are some solutions in there as well that they can help themselves on a more natural footing as well. Okay. So there's two ebooks there that I'm quite happy if people wanted to email me, I could send them out. Great. But just to know, um, if people are going to be emailing me, can you just give me a little bit of time? Because I've changed over to a Mac system as All opposed right. to <laughs> 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 normal computers. I'm yeah. having to reformat things. Yeah, uh, you're getting that left-right brain thing going yeah. on there, yes. Well, this is it. And also, I've changed the label of my company. I used to be the professional woman's menopause coach, and now it's just uncoveredlimited.com. Right. So I'm having to change everything into okay. the formatting. So please bear with me, people. Okay, so um, two great um, offers available to our listeners. If you're local, you can um, go to the Free Weight Loss Seminar, which is on Thursday, the 8th of May, um, 2014 and it's the, at, at the Merkur Goldthorne Hotel um, in Penrode, Wolverhampton. That's 126 Penrode, Wolverhampton, WV30ER. And that's Thursday the 8th of May from 7 till 8.30. And that's a free event. Yeah. And Lorraine has also written two um, e-books. Um, one, which is Foods That Can Help You Through the Menopause. And um, just um, thanking Elsie Gale for her question about how to manage the menopause naturally. Um, so Elsie, please email Lorraine for that ebook and also another ebook which is Women's Health Concerns, which looks at general health concerns for women. And people can be in touch with you via your Skype handle, which is Lorraine Palmer One, um, or email Lorraine L O R A I N E at Uncovered limited uncoveredltd.com and your number um, that people can call or text you on is 07956151574 okay so um is there anything that you would like to um share with us as a final important um crucial piece of information that you think um would be 
important. If there's one thing that women need to really start to do or mm -hmm. stop doing or um, continue to do. One of the main things that I would suggest people did regarding the menopause is don't be afraid to talk about it because you will be surprised that when you actually do start talking about it, it automatically gives other women permission to then talk about it. And then before you know it, you may be sharing ways in which you can help each other. Because it's one of those subjects that you don't normally talk about. But the main thing is, I would definitely stress, talk to your mother as well. Okay. That fantastic. is so key, because I do believe that my circumstances might have been different. And if I can help anybody else, mm. you know, not have to go through what I did, because obviously it wasn't the natural way that I went through the menopause, then that might actually help them. Okay. So um, have some dialogue, have Definitely. open discussion, and um, don't be afraid to do that because it will help you and help someone else in terms of managing themselves through this fantastic time of life, oh, really, yeah, now that we've explored what it's about and raised awareness of it and um, all the things, all the positive things it can bring forward. Sure. Can I add another one? Yes, please do. This is a biggie. You've got to start eating cleaner. You, you really have to. I can't stress that enough, you know, because I believe that if you eat, eat, if you start eating more fruits and veg, seeds, pulses, more in a natural state, you will see a difference in your symptoms. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I mean, there is that saying, we are what we eat. Definitely, <laughs> yes. because a lot of the processed food that we're eating, it does not agree with your body, mm -hmm. and it's putting more demands on your body. Okay. So. Okay. Well, um, Miss Lorraine Palmer, thank you so much. Thank you. It's been um, great. Yes, it will be great to have you back on the program. Um, mm. Perhaps we can explore some um, more deeper issues around food, perhaps oh, yeah, about definitely. general women's health. Yeah. Um, so it'll be great to have you back. And um, thank you so much. You're welcome. Um, and I look forward to speaking with you at some point in the future. Thank you very much. I must say I found that interview to be really interesting and personally very helpful for me. Um, since recording that show um, and listening to it again, I've been able to understand um, and recognise in fact some other symptoms that I didn't associate with going through the menopause and that's helped me to feel um, more ease of mind and have helped me to think about other things I can introduce into my life to help me to um, keep a positive state through this transition that I am myself am going through. So thank you so much Lorraine for imparting um, fantastic pearls of wisdom. Um, I'd like to invite you to join us again in the coaching lounge um, next week when we will again be um, speaking with a special guest who will be joining us in the coaching lounge. So please tune in then. You can um, download previous recordings of our shows in the meantime and I would like to ask you please to share the recordings with friends, with family members, with colleagues because it is that only one word, one sentence is sometimes all that's needed that can um, shift a perspective and just help someone to redirect onto the track or to have that, you know, awareness or light bulb moment of something that, you know, they've been going through where a word, a sentence, a statement um, can be so supportive to this particular person. So please share these recordings. There are quite a few if you look back on the Coaching Lounge page on Blog Talk Radio. 
um, which is www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash the coaching lounge um, you will see several interviews with um, compelling speakers inspirational speakers and people who have motivated and inspired me to keep doing what I'm doing so that I can be in contact with these people and more people like them and share their story and their experiences with you the audience and on that note if you would like to be a guest in the coaching lounge or if you know someone who would be perfect um, to be a guest in the coaching lounge to share their experiences and impart knowledge on something that will help someone else please ask them to be in touch with me Rebecca Gordon by emailing info at satellitelifecoaching.com or by contacting me on my Skype ID which is conscious dot equation conscious full stop equation or by calling me on um, it's um, in the UK so the code is plus four four one two one four one one nine five zero zero and so please be in touch make that connection and let's get 